Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Fantasy Four. Today, we will be going over the second half of the week six uh, matchups. If you didn't catch the first half, uh, we went over uh, Tampa Bay, Philly, Miami, Jacksonville, uh, Rams, Giants, Texans, Colts, Chiefs, Washington football team, uh, Vikings, Panthers, Chargers, and the Ravens on yesterday's show. So if you want any, uh, if you're looking for insights as to that game, uh, check out our last video uh, that has everything that you need. Uh, today, we'll be going over uh, the second half of the games, uh, and uh, we will uh, get right into it. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure to sign up for the uh, subscriber giveaway, uh, the launch, uh, the Fantasy Four launch giveaway. Uh, all you got to do, super simple, you go to www fantasy4.com scroll down put in your email subscribe verify your email and you're entered and you can uh you are in the running to win an autographed justin herbert big herbert mvp herbert uh an autographed herbert jersey so you can hang up add to your memorabilia if you want as an investment don't really care um it's going to somebody but uh but it's going to subscribers so don't forget to do that. And without further ado, Stenzo, let's get into the uh, let's get into the matchups. All right, we got two more games left in the one o'clock slate this upcoming Sunday. I'm going to start with the three and two Cincinnati Bengals in Detroit taking on the zero and five Detroit Lions. The Lions are not favored. That would be the Bengals by minus three and a half, and the over under is at forty seven and a half. I took the Bengals last week. Bengals are they're sneaky. They're they're a decent team. Um as Jamar Chase was just absolutely like lighting up that game. I was like texting in multiple like group chats, just like this is one of the best receivers I've ever seen. Like, and I also want to mention that Mo was talking shit about Jamar Chase on this very same podcast last week. So in said in one of these group chats was the one that we are in. And I said, I will get on next week's show and I will publicly apologize when we get to the Bengals game. You want to take- I slandered Jamar Chase. Jamar, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. J- we know you listen to this, Jamar. J- oh, yeah. J- Jador Jamar. That's French. Him, him and Urban, listen. Yeah. yeah. That's him and Urban's wife. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> Sorry, Shelly. So, What's up? talking, you know, positives about the Bengals, but I'm going to take the Lions here. Um, Campbell was crying in the post game last week. Uh, I feel bad for the Lions. They've been so close to so many. So many, they need to get their first one eventually. I think this might be the week. Um, I'm concerned for Burrow just because Burrow takes vicious hits. And I was surprised he came back into the game after he got, like, helicoptered. Um, yeah. They need to, like, clean up their offensive line. It's tough. Like, badly. Whoa. My bad. Whoa. Oh, God. All good. Uh-oh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow, I think he's also good for, like, a pick every game. I don't know. And Jared Goff isn't that bad. He got to get a win eventually. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Lions to the points here. Last week, I was actually the only one on the show to take the Lions uh, to cover. I think the spread was plus eight and a half. Uh, so that was a pretty good differential. 
not the way that I envisioned it. I didn't think it would be that low scoring of a game because I also took the over in that game, but uh, whatever gets the job done. Uh, that being said, uh, I like the Bengals. They're for real. They were uh, some kicking disaster away from beating the Packers, which were very, very solid, uh, very, very solid team all around. Um, I like the Bengals. I like their weapons. I like Burrow. I like Mixon being healthier than he was last week. Um, I like all of those, all of those things combined. Uh, and with that being said, uh, I would be very, very comfortable here taking Cincinnati minus three and a half. Uh, it almost feels like a lock uh, for me. Is that a mortal, Mystic Mo Mortal Lock? Mystic Mo Mortal Lock. Um, listen, you, you don't like, this isn't high school musical, right? It's you, your head it's coach, not. your head coach doesn't get to come out and cry. And then the very next <laughs> week, you come out. And he beat the three and two Cincinnati Bengals. Like it just it should be four and one Cincinnati Bengals. Like it just this not a Disney movie. It's not a Disney movie. Give me the Bengals minus three and a half. Uh, Jamar Chase, I'm sorry once again. Uh, I love you, and uh, Godspeed, Bengals minus three and a half. Godspeed. Um, I'm gonna take Detroit three and a half, mostly because. We get the hook here, and even if they lose by a heartbreaking field goal at the ends, we're a winner. Love um, it. Love it. So, and I don't trust Evan McPherson. He's he's thinking the field goal is good when the ball is hitting the flag on the up. I don't think I've ever seen that before, by the way. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Also, why did he think that went in? It wasn't – like, how would that work? It hit the outside of the post. It hit the flag on the outside. I don't know. I feel like I, said, I, don't, I don't know where you guys were when watching that game, but like I was in a packed bar and that was like one of the most electric, like packed <laughs> bar games to watch just because of the yeah. reactions and all the missed field goals. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, there were, I think there were what five in the last fourth, the fourth quarter in overtime, there were five missed field goals. Um, I don't know. I, that's awful. Uh, so I'll take Detroit here. They, they got to, they got to show up for Dan Campbell. He can't cry at the press game, the press conference, and then go out and lay an egg <laughs> the next week. No, you, um, can. <laughs> you can't you can't have that happen also if, he, if, that. They, if they lose and he doesn't cry does that mean he cared less about this game than he did the other game i think he just has to continue to cry until they win a game fuck which it be ele- fuck it which right. should be electric and this additional play lines money line i'm Sprinkle all in it. i'm sprinkling so, the money line here that would be electric oh you guys are lying <laughs> no. I'm, I'm putting it in right now Detroit money line i'm gonna sprinkle <laughs> that in along with the spread yeah, Lions. You guys really trust you guys really trust Jared Goff and Amon Ross Brown. Yes. I actually wanted to draft Amon Ra, but then Dibs was like, Oh, that's a cool name. So <laughs> he bid more than me. So typically. I think I think he took him because he thought he was equanimous, but yeah. So. <laughs> I so. do think I do think it, he's uh St. Brown is I think a good pickup uh on yeah. waivers if he's available because i think cephas cephas is out and i think hawkinson didn't practice that he might be questionable to play this week i don't know but i don't care if you know they're trotting us out there i'm, I'm taking detroit fuck it dan campbell all the way hell that i can go um first of all dan campbell crying one easily top three heartbreaking thing in my life i've ever seen that was just i i personally cried after that <laughs> really got to biting kneecaps they're crying um I was also watching the Bengals game with a shit ton of Bengals fans, fans then. So that was absolutely electric. Um, awesome stuff. That being said, 
uh, Joe Burrow with what sounds like a blowjob injury with a throat contusion. Um, I think he's okay. He pra- I think he practiced in full today. Nice. Um, Jamar Chase might be better than Rand- primetime Randy Moss. Um, mm. I would take he's definitely better oh, than Jerry Rice. Definitely no. better than Jerry Rice. I no would doubt. take a victory lap on that because I got him for a single dollar. After someone ripped, Mike I Williams. don't think he's better than Kadarius Tony. After someone ripped Mike Williams for a dollar away from me, so I really had two slam dunks there. Fuck me. Give us it. Um, you want to take a bet on who finishes higher by the end of the season, Jamar Chase or Kadarius yeah, Tony? I, I absolutely do. No, don't why. do that. Don't do that. I'll talk. We'll talk offline. Um, but I don't have a player. Um. Uh, also, Hawkinson's gonna. He, he was. He was like he missed practice last uh, Wednesday as well. He's he'll play, but that doesn't help. Um, I don't. I, I'm I'm too scared to go against Dan Campbell crying, but I also think the Bengals are just so much better than the Lions. Kind of ridiculous. So I don't have a play. Gotta risk it to get the biscuits. Deep. All right, moving on. Last one o'clock game, we got the Green Bay Packers in Chicago taking on the Bears. Packers are favored by minus four and a half. The over-under is at 44 and a half. I'm going to take the Packers here. Um, The Packers have won 19 of their past 22 versus Chicago, and they've covered in 17 of those wins. Uh, The Bears' offensive line and just Justin Fields, I'm concerned for them. Um, The Packers might hurt. Justin Fields, I don't want to see that happen. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Fields in advance. <laughs> he has a family. Yeah. No, it's funny. Like, the, the the bottom of the screen, I had, like, my notes open, and I thought, like, Z, like, let out, like, a full shrug because I was talking shit about Fields, which is why I laughed. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I'm, I'm not going to think too hard about it. I'm just going to take the Packers. Yeah, no, uh, straightforward here. I like Green Bay over Chicago. Uh, I have not been. I saw some uh, statistic uh, that since Justin Fields uh, had taken over the starting job, um, he has four less rushing yards than Tom Brady, um, which is inexcusable. Uh, For anyone that's watched episodes one, two, or three, uh, a recurring theme on the show is that I think Matt Nagy is a Neanderthal, uh, a war criminal, Yo, a real bold take, man, a, a crime yeah. against humanity, a stain on the reputation of the NFL. Uh, it's a sad day when yeah. Gruden is forced out of the league, but Matt Nagy <laughs> remains. Oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> I'm just saying it right now. <laughs> Find a way to get rid of Nagy. Um, that being said, Fire up the Packers. Easy money. Devontae Adams is is ridiculous. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. He Pay the is, man. Like, just it, – it's it's insane. There's no other way to describe it. He's going to follow Rodgers wherever he goes, I think. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. You can't, you can't leave. The rapport that you have. It, it's like Gronk Brady-esque, except so much more explosive, I think. It's just it's, – it's incredible. Yeah. Um, so give me, give me the, give me the Packers here minus three and a half. As Skip Bayless tweeted out on Sunday last week, what would Rogers be without Devonte Adams? So I agree. <laughs> pay, pay the man. 
having my fantasy team goes for 200 and he's just he's just really good i think he's the best receiver in the league um i'm glad stands you had those stats because i feel like every time i watch this game the packers win every time um so the stats don't lie man stats don't lie numbers don't lie um so i'm, I'm just gonna take packers rogers rogers might be the new mayor of chicago he owns them um yeah take it set it forget it green bay you can't find it in my heart to go against the future Hoffer and my favorite player in the NFL, Justin Fields. If I was to put money, I'm definitely leaning Green Bay because, like, I don't even remember the number you said, but I know Rodgers also, like, and as a division favorite, he covers, like, 70% of the time in Chicago. Won 19 of the past 22 and covered yeah, in 17. He's fucking <laughs> – right? He, he cares Ooh, he's, he's good. He knows great teams cover, and he makes sure everyone knows that. Um, so if I had to lean one way, it's definitely towards Green Bay covering, but not going to do Justin like that. Let me just say, because I think it is worth talking about, uh, Allen Robinson. Stinks. Ethan, big E. You drafted him, and like so many people that drafted him, you got shafted. Um, what are your thoughts on Allen Robinson? rest of season like he, he, um, he's not starting for you now like at what point does he ever like I can't imagine that you're ever putting him in um well as a as a Penn State legend Alan Robinson um I have to pay the man respects I don't know what happened to him even when Dalt was out there he wasn't getting targets now with Fields just Fields looks awful out there as well um I don't know what's going on. And, and it sucks I, too because I, prediction here, I think Robinson's going to get traded. It, I, it think, they're gonna, the, I, I yeah. think they're going to look to get some value for him. It stinks because they franchised him and he was looking for a big deal. And you don't want to go to the free agent market the way that he's been playing. The way you want to be playing. Yes, if they go after a agency, trade, go to a good yes. team. Yeah. You want to be like Mike Williams going into a contract. Oh, yeah. Not oh, like, yeah. like Allen Robinson. Nope. Um, I, I hope he, he's. He's the most underrated receiver in the league. He's just stuck just every year with <laughs> trash quarterbacks. Like in Jacksonville, he Blake chose Bortles. that. He had the choice of anywhere, and he went to Chicago. He's so he's he's the most overrated receiver in the league. Everyone says he's the most underrated receiver, uh, and at some overrated. point, he gets up to the echelon where wow, he doesn't deserve to be there. He's overrated as shit, and he's an idiot for choosing Chicago. He is not overrated. He, he, knew, he knew he'd have this excuse in Chicago when he doesn't produce that the quarterback is shit. He played I don't know. Well I, doubt, I doubt that a professional football player is burning the years of his prime just knowingly, like, he's just not, purposely self-sabotaging. You can't like, – at some point, you can't blame the quarterback. It was his decision. And, like, you see, like, fucking Brandon Cook falling out with neck god over there. Like, it's he, not – like, no, he was, he's but not he if you're a good receiver, you demand targets. It's not like running backs where, like, offensive you can only do so much. No, he, he balled out with Mitch Trubisky. I don't know what you're talking about. He balled out with Trubisky, and he just happens to have Justin Fields, who has 12 pass attempts a game. Yeah, Allen Robinson, I would rank him second on the list of have had to play with the shittiest quarterbacks imaginable, right behind DeAndre Hopkins, who I loved his tweet. When I, I think he was the he he broke some record. He was like the youngest receiver to do something, and he uh, he tweeted out, "I'd like to thank all twenty of my quarterbacks because of uh, how much how many how many the number of different quarterbacks he's had to play yeah. with." But a Rob, I think is 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 underrated, one hundred percent. 
I think yeah. he, he should definitely get traded. And if he doesn't, um, I, I, I think that I, I can't imagine the whole season goes by and he doesn't pick it up. I, I would, I would take the, if you're like four and one or five and oh, and you could get a Rob, I would go get a Rob. I wouldn't, as long as Fields is sucking dick. I would go get him. I mean, you could get him for, you could get him for relatively low value. And the ceiling is what we know a Rob to be. So, I mean, he's played with quarterbacks worse than Justin Fields before. Once he gets traded, then trade for him. At that point, it would be too late. Yeah. Okay. Anything else in that game? Uh, Green Bay. (laughs) All right. Good stuff. Moving on. Great game. The undefeated Cardinals are going to be in Cleveland taking on the Browns. The Browns are favored by a field goal. The over-under is at 49.5. Last week, I did not – and honestly, the past two weeks, I have not been giving the Browns their due. Um, tough game last week. We mentioned it on the last podcast that pass interference call was horrendous. Um, props to Baker. Baker, I know he's had like that torn like shoulder labrum or something like that. And he's been playing through it. It hasn't really seemed like it's affected him that much. Um, obviously, on paper, the Cardinals are 5-0. and But I think the Browns are just a better team here. I'm going to take the Browns. Simple and plain. Um, I disagree. I don't think that the Browns are the better team. Uh, the Browns' defense is solid, right? They the, the first four weeks, their defense looked very, very good. Um, they, they're three and two, but really the two games that they lost against the Kansas City Chiefs that they held for, for a lot of that game, and then the Chargers that they were holding for a good amount um, until until the end of that game where I, I think the Chargers scored 25 points in the fourth quarter or something like that. Like, it was just some crazy number. Um, so uh, I think that the Cardinals – the Cardinals' offense is ridiculous. Uh, they've stalled uh, the past couple weeks. Uh, but I think when they're clicking on all cylinders, they could do some damage. I like Kyler Murray more than I like Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, Cleveland will do what they've always done. I think they'll just continue running it down people's throats. Uh, this is no different. Uh, and uh, I like I like Arizona here. I like Arizona plus two and a half. I trust Kyler. I trust his weapons. I trust around DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, give me give me Arizona. Yeah, I'm also leaning Arizona. The Chandler Jones, I think he tested positive for COVID, scares me because he's their best pass rusher. Um, but even with that, I'm going to take Arizona. I feel like I haven't seen, honestly, a lot of Arizona. I don't know why. I just can't remember any games. I've watched a lot of them, um, a lot of their plays. But they're 5-0 for a reason. I think I think they're getting disrespected. I feel like when people think of the best team so far in the, in the league, Arizona rarely comes up, even though they are undefeated. I think this is a game where they go in, earn the respect of the league, um, and show that they're they're a legit team in the NFC and can really challenge for Super Bowl potentially in the end. Um, I think the the way that Stefanski called the game last week really shows the lack of trust they have in Baker, um, and I and I think they they don't really believe in him. So it's not it's not not a good thing when. 
I think your quarterback is a better actor than he is a, a quarterback. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Cardinals here. I'm in 100% agreement with Stens. I think the Browns are just straight up the better team. Um, I I honestly don't think Baker is the future for them though. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever seen him lead a game winning drive. Like, yeah, he got cucked out of that one. The, like, like the interference against Mike Will was stupid, um, and he did put up. 40 something points, but like I just I've never seen him lead a game winning drive. So that was just a note on Baker. I just don't think he's the future there. But I do think the Browns are just the better team. And so against the Browns, I think they're a good team. But the Browns are just really good. Um, the public money versus the money percentage is huge in favor of the Browns. So with that signal, it's pretty easy to make that call. So Browns minus three. They got to trade though. No, they don't. Um, I also think that water needs to find its level here because, yeah, I'm just going to over skip that point. It's a dumb take. Um, they got to trade it. Water, water has to find its level. The Cardinals have also, besides winning the first five games, they've covered in the past five games. One of these games they're not going to cover. So I'm going to take Browns. So they're going to regress to the mean. All right. They onwards. Trade, onwards. I'm skipping over that. We got the Dallas Cowboys, 4-1. They're going to be in New England, taking on the Patriots, who barely came away with the win against Davis Mills. The line is in favor of the Cowboys by minus 3.5. The over-under is at 51.5. I feel, I feel like the past couple of games I've been picking, it's been like, oh, wow, that's too easy, and that probably means I'm going to lose, but I'm just going to – not overthink this. I'm going to take the Cowboys. The media going into this game is going to be sucking Mac, Mac Jones' dick on how he's the best rookie quarterback and everything, but he is in a baby offense where he's making baby throws, and he has his fucking training wheels on, and if he was in any other situation besides the Patriots, his stats would look a lot like Trevor Lawrence's and a lot like the other rookie quarterbacks in this class. I am not sold. And simple and plain, they, they cannot keep up with the Cowboys. They're not going to be able to keep up with them. So I'm taking the Cowboys. In total agreement with you on the Mac Jones point, I think that it's impossible to call him any – like you can't, you can't have a take on Mac Jones because he's just like super, super average. You know, like he's just like – he makes the super, like super easy throws, uh, not a lot of downfield targets, not a lot of downfield shots, plays super conservatively. And like, okay, I guess the, you got a pretty conservative, like pretty average quarterback, but I, I doubt that that's what you what you drafted for or what you hoped for when you, you know, got a Cam Newton replacement. Like if Cam Newton's in this lineup, right, and this is their record and this is how they've looked so far, Cam Newton gets crucified, right? That's my personal opinion. Um, and just because it's like Matt, just because it's Matt Jones, um, I think that he's getting a little bit of a buffer. Um, I think that, Dallas controls this game from start to finish. Uh, I think Dak, uh, I saw some crazy statistic um, over the past two seasons in games where the two seasons that Dak has played, so not last season, obviously, um, in games where Dak has thrown less than 25 times, that they're 17 and four or something like that. So they are, they're a better, they're like they're the, at their best when they're running the football. I think they'll be able to run the football at will against the Patriots. Patriots secondary is pretty good. Uh, I think Amari Cooper is going to have a relatively quiet game. 
Um, I'm concerned about all the Cowboys wideouts personally for the reasons that I just stated that I think that because their defense is better this year, they're not going to be throwing the ball as often as people thought that they were going to. Um, that's really the, the, yeah, they don't, they don't need to. And they're at their best when yeah. they're just yeah. pounding it with Zeke and Pollard. And that's a pretty good recipe. Yeah. And then you have Michael Gallup coming back. Um, and I, you know, obviously Michael Gallup is a huge step below Amari Cooper and CD lamb, but it's still someone else in the offense. Uh, and I think Dalton Schultz is growing into one of, uh, Dak's favorite like targets, like one of his safety nets. He's been getting more and more involved. Um, all that being said, I like Dallas minus four. And then I also like the under 51 and a half um, for the reasons for the, the run game. Dallas controls the clock. I think game moves too fast for, for that to happen. And I don't think that New England can put up many points against Dallas, frankly. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the Cowboys as well. Cowboys are five and out against the spread this season. Um, uh, I'll let it ride with that. I think, I think Mac Jones has looked all right. I mean, he's looked the best of the rookie quarterbacks. Granted, he's playing with a much more talented team and a dummy down offensive system. Um, but I think Dax looked good. Zeke's looked good. Pods looked good. The whole offense looked good. Offensive line is back to like, what it was like three to four years ago when they were the best offensive line in football. Um, that's the recipe to win in this league. Defenses looked outstanding. Michael Parsons has played really well. Um, the whole line's played really well. Diggs, obviously, we've talked about. But uh, I think this is kind of a cakewalk game for them. I think people people are giving New England credit just because they're New England and Belichick's there. I, I think that team is, is not good. So just give me Dallas. Do no, no sort of analysis here. It is going to be the easiest decision of the week for me to fade three of you and 80% of the public and go New England. So, so like famous I'm, last words. Um, yeah, it's just easy. Um, fantasy wise, I'm so happy Zeke looks like an actual not out of shape uh, walk. So that's nice. Zeke's um, been a monster after, after, after the week one, he's been unstoppable. He looks so good, and I'm just yeah. like, after the last few years, that's great to see. Um, I mean, I'm glad he survived the pylon injury. Yeah, oof. I've never Fuck seen that prayers. before. The pylon <laughs> fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was something. Um, and he's doing it with Pollard, getting a lot of work too. Pollard looks good too, but I mean, yeah, they just like running. Back. But Zeke is like fresher because they actually have a yeah, good I mean, running back there to take some of the pressure off him. He's never yeah. had a running back that good like, on his team. His rookie, his rookie year, he had like 300 carries. Like you can only do that for so long unless you're Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, I think it's the smartest thing for them to do in their position too. They paid him a ton of money. It's in their best interest to preserve Zeke for as long as they can. Oh, and especially you're like this, we're gonna be in the playoff chase. Like, all right, you could pound yeah. really pound him later the, on yeah. in the season, but now early on, you know, you can sit for a whole drive. They're running. Yeah, you don't want to you don't throws. want to pound him too. You don't want to pound him too often, too early. Yeah, don't want and, that I, and they're running it down people's throats, and they're still second. They're second most in in rushing yards in the league, and then second most in total yards of offense in the league. So I, they're just yeah, it's just so efficient, so effective, um, and then it, it's kind of like. It, it, it's, it's the Cleveland Browns, right? Except their defense is worse. The Cowboys defense is worse. And it's a big major upgrade at quarterback. You know, I think, I think Dak, like if, if Dak's on the Cowboys, if, I mean, if Dak's on Cleveland, for example, it's, like the, the, same, 
if Dax on Cleveland, for example, it's like the same Got sort him. of situation. They also but, have um, a much better talent at wide receiver. That's true. That's true. But um, but yeah, hating everyone on the planet taking New England here. Old move. The McCormick slander is a little much. It's not his fault that Belichick is treating him like he was at Bama, where you could just you know throw a slant and then go yak it up the field. That's kind of what he's doing, though. He's only throwing slants. But like, that's not. I. That's not Matt. That's not McCormick's fault. I don't think he's gonna be. I think he will be the worst of the four five quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round. No, he's he, no he no he's solid. All I'm saying is like the media narrative around him is like and look at his like look at his stats. His stats are so good. That's what I'm referring to. He's just such a game manager, and that's what he's gonna yeah. be. For- and There's nothing wrong with that, though. With Belichick, that's gonna that could work, but you also yeah. throwing to Jacoby Myers and Kendrick. Yeah, yeah be honest, Matt or 09 shit. It's okay. Yeah, okay. he reminds me of Jared Goff a little bit. Jared Goff stinks. He's the he's like in last in like every advanced metric that exists. I mean, it's true, so- but but I meant in terms of like he got the Rams to Super Bowl. If if you could build around him, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. In all fairness, he was throwing to Quintez Cephas and Amon Ra St. Brown. So right. I'm shit on those guys. Quintez is dead. He's on our list. All right. Let's. Uh, let's all right. We on. got three. We got three more games here. I'm excited to talk about two or three of them. This is one of them. We got the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. Gruden in Denver, and I want to talk Gruden here for a second. Um, I. Probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, what, what everything that Gruden said was unacceptable, but I did laugh <laughs> for what he said about Goodell. That was kind of yeah. funny. I just oh, want to say the anti football part. The, yeah, everything, the, the stuff he said about the gays, I mean, you can't be saying that. I do not no. accept that. But, but what that. he said against Goodell specifically was kind of funny. Yeah, no, of yeah. course. I just absolutely disgusted. Maybe shouldn't also, Schefter F-word, taking but... strays. What? Schefter taking strays yeah. out here as well. Schefter this morning was on, like, damage control, and he just tried yeah. to tweet through it, which I respect. And did you see cause... Ravel? Ravel was getting getting shafted as well with his oh my, eyes I, of Schefter. I, oh, my I, God. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like – Ravel. You see Ravel and um, – uh, what's his Keith name? Keith Olbermann. Keith Olbermann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone put, a, put a lick out on, on Gruden. Like that doesn't just happen. There's, there's no. like, they're looking through six hundred and fifty thousand emails, and they just happen to come across the emails that John Gruden, who's not even subject to this investigation, says that kind of stuff, and then it leaks. Like I have yeah. a very hard. To, they, they give him a monster deal, right? Ten year, good out. Yeah, a monster yeah. deal. The quickest way to get out of it, and they, they're not looking good. Like after that that game against the Bears, they looked awful. Oh, they've been bad. Right? They're like it doesn't seem like they have direction. It seems like every single year under Gruden, it's been the same thing. They start off strong, lots of hope. They fizzle out, rinse, repeat. Is Derek Carr good? And you have that debate like 15 times throughout the season. Rinse, repeat. Like yeah. someone put someone put a lick out <laughs> on my man John Gruden. But they had um, it from months. The NFL, and, they and the whole NFL, to... because yeah. there's more yeah. people coming out here. And there's nothing else and being Jeff. released. There's nothing else being released except for those emails. Yet. So, yet. so, yeah, yeah. But that makes me think, like, someone's shafting him. But that being said. Oh, yeah. 
That being well, said, that that's what's scary though, because like the NFL has all these emails that like if one person crosses the NFL, they're like, uh oh, I got this email. Yeah, You're done. Like Dan Snyder, for example. Like I can't imagine. I hope he's out owner, of here. I can't imagine that the owner of the Washington Redskins did not send a few suspect emails during the whole naming fiasco. Like I, that's well within the realm of possibilities here. The Keith Olbermann tweet in response to Ravel was that's because you're not a real journalist, never have been. And that blank day, stupid check engine light look in your eyes, the full and total expression of your soul. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the I man woke Keith up Ol- and chose yeah. violence. I hate Keith Olbermann, but that was, that was. Fire. Oh, I do too. That but flames. that was one. That was laugh out loud. Funny. Yeah. All right. Let's and get then, into the game itself. And then additionally, um, Carl Nassib took a personal day today. So I kind of hope he comes back on Sunday and has like a four sack game. Absolutely. You should. Penn State legend, Carl Nassib. Walk so, on. Walk despite on. Much, for, despite for rooting for that, um, I'm going to go with the same reasoning on why I took or I bet against the Jaguars and the urban shit was going on. <laughs> it's a fiasco. I'm just going to take the Broncos. They're at home. I'm going to take a minus three and a half. Um, I didn't say the, the totals or anything. So the Broncos are favored by minus three and a half and the over-unders at 44 and a half. But uh, I like the Broncos too for the same reasons. I think that Derek Carr, it was very evident that Derek Carr and John Gruden were like had a very good relationship, super tight. Um, that's what I, I think so. I, I think that they had a pretty solid relationship. I think that I can't imagine that they respond well to this kind of thing uh, because it's just so like, it's like John Gruden decided, like woke up one day and said, how do I de- offend literally every single group of people in one email and then decide? Except, the, except the Jews. Except the Jews. That's yeah, true. I was, I was hurt about that. That's w- true. What about us? <laughs> offended every single group of people. So I think that like... Didn't Scepter call it a clean sweep or something like that? Clean sweep during countdown. <laughs> Inc- yeah, incredible. Sweep. incredible. Be like all sorts of peoples. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... I um, love it. You, you can't like. And ESPN was talking about it, and he was an employee at their company. Yeah, the during that was yeah, bad. It was bullshit. Unbelievable. That was bad. And Schefter knowing that out. he had Schefter knowing that he was going to get called out for it too. Yep. Yep. Well, he's got emails in there as well. And also <laughs> shout the key, the, shout the Keyshawn because in the morning yes. he was talking his shit. The next morning, yeah. I was so happy he got to talk yeah. his shit. So yep. shout the Keyshawn. That was awesome. Um. Yeah, you know, give me Denver minus three and a half. I, there's no way that the Raiders are in any headspace to put up a fight here. Um, and Denver's got a pretty solid defense. Teddy Bridgewater didn't look that good last week. Didn't really have a chance to practice. Was in concussion protocol, I think. Uh, I think he does a little bit better this game. Um, and I, I like Denver here minus three and a half. Um, I'm going to take, take the Raiders. Um, I think this. I think I think this will galvanize the team. You know, it'll bring them closer together, like an us versus them mentality. Potentially, maybe a little change of voice in the locker room um, with their new the new coach. Well, I guess he's he's an old coach, but now head coach. Um, he's a friend of Gruden. Yeah, um, but he's like a football lifer. May I called him the best leader that he's ever been with, which is kind of odd to say, because then why wasn't he the coach anyway? I don't know, but. Um, I will love for this off season for the new coach that they will hire somebody 
believe we'll probably at some point have worse emails come out. Dabo Lane Sweeney. Kiffin, bring it back. Dabo Sweeney. Oh, okay. Dabo Sweeney will come back because they love them Clemson players and they love Clemson, Alabama. They drafted literally everybody from that bowl game, the championship game after that year. Um, Dabo Sweeney will be their next head coach. Um, I love that. More problematic probably, but um, <laughs> yeah, he can't stand college, college athletes getting paid for some reason. Thinks it's against the Bible or whatnot. So I'll uh, give me the Raiders here. Fuck you. I'm not taking a side here. However, the fact that Mo said he thought Gruden and Carr had a good relationship. That's what I'm saying. That's far, That's way off base. I don't know where you're getting that. This Hard knocks. <laughs> no. It's just it's just vibes, man. They hate each other. I don't I, think so. No, I think Carr's going to play better now. Um, you think so? They not have a good relationship. Car, I mean, Gruden was always trying to replace him, and that, that Gruden, that, I mean, that's kind of who he is. He just always looks for the next quarterback. That's what he's doing. Car, despite Car being what I think is like a very good quarterback, so you know they didn't have a good relationship. Uh, on crack for that. Um, uh, Yo, crack. We'll see. I'm we'll good. see how he does rest of the season. I'm gonna move past the Gruden stuff because that that was about ten minutes worth, and any little thing could get us canceled. So I'm just gonna move past that. Um, <laughs> Both these teams really kind of aren't interesting enough. Um, I love Tim Patrick. Always. Um, yes. Very much looking forward to getting Jerry Judy back. He's next week or the week after. My wide receiver, too, has been on IR, on IR since the first half where he had 80 yards in the half. Looking forward to that. But Tim Patrick's been filling in very well for that team, um, along with KJ Hamler, who All right, pick. is a legend. Um, be a legend. Down. Um, Jerry Judy's going to eat when he comes back. I'm so very excited for him. Um, yeah, so I don't have a side in this game. There really isn't that much fancy relevancy in it either. So I don't know you're, you're picking your spots this week, too. You don't have a lot of plays. I don't, and it's kind of upsetting. I'll probably add one or two more before the weekend. But I just didn't I just like a lot of warrants. Big sample. So this is a good stay away game. Um, before we go to the next game, um, because Ethan brought up Dabo, the quote he's looking for was, <laughs> as far as paying players, professionalizing college athletics, that's where you lose me. I'll go do something else because there's enough entitlement in this world as it is. Yeah. Meanwhile, the man, how much how much money does he make a year? What's, what's, he, what's he get paid? It's got to be over $5 million. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's probably closer to 8 $9 million, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, and half the kids. I, I hate that, man. Yeah, but the number the number one quote is: "It's so easy to say we have a race problem, but we got a sin problem." Oh yeah, that's that's a <laughs> that, that's a quote. In uh, in twenty nineteen, I, I, I say I, I bring that up like once a month, just because I. It would that. be a very Raiders thing to bring in the one person that could be potentially more problematic than John Gruden. In, tw- in twenty nineteen, Dabo signed a ten year, ninety three million dollar contract extension. All right, I was a little off. Sheesh. God damn. All right, let's get into the next. Uh, two more games. Two more games here. I'm, I'm so I got one more that I'm really juiced up about. This mm, is a Sunday jazz. night game. I am so juiced up about this. My man, Geno Smith. <laughs> it won't be in Pittsburgh taking on the Steelers. Uh, Steelers are favored by five. The over-under is 42 and a half. Ugh. As a Jets fan, I have a lot of a lot, a lot at stake here because, for one, 
in the Jamal Adams trade, we have Seattle's first rounder this year. So I have every reason to root against Seattle. So we have a better first round pick this year. And also Jamal Adams is booty. He gets burned on every single play and he's like blaming other people on his team. And he's talking all this shit on Twitter and on the sidelines, but he is a middle linebacker playing safety. He is a, and Marcus May is better, even though he's been in trouble and he can't be on the field. Don't drink a drive folks. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I have a lot of stake here and like, I have an kind of an uncalled for and unjustified love for the seven guy, Geno Smith. I love Geno Smith so much and I want to root for him, but it goes against me being a jet fan because I want to have a better pick. And then I have a lot of Steelers in fantasy. I unfortunately had big Ben as my QB too. And I have Deontay Johnson, who's actually going to finish again within the top 25. He's super consistent. So uh, I'm going to take Seattle here. Don't love it, but I kind of just want to root for Gino. So I'll take Seattle plus five. You're out of your mind. <laughs> um, give me, give me Pittsburgh minus four and a half here. Seattle's defense is dog shit. Not good. Big Ben's hasn't looked good. Had a bounce back game last week, sort of um, had that one really nice pass to Deontay Johnson. So it was nice to see him throw it deep and then targeted Deontay one more time. And then that was it. Um, So that was kind of weird. But I think Najee Harris absolutely gashes them on the ground. He's my running back start of the week. I think that he's going to have a. Wow, that's a bold call. I think he's going to have a solid, solid day. Sleeper. Um, It's supposed to be like difficult calls. Well, they're, they're either difficult calls or, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, Najee Harris will be, like, the RB1 on the week. Like, the number one running back on the week. Okay. I'm surprised, also, I'm surprised, like, NBC didn't flex this game because it's, like, so ugly. But I kind of think it's – this might be Big Ben's last game ever on Sunday night. So, they're going to have all this fucking pageantry for Big Ben, which makes me like to see Ops even more. So. I think it's going to be a good game, but um, it's going to be it, it's going to be ugly, but in like in a good way. I think. Yeah, yeah. and I and I um, as, part, as part of my fantasy football wheeling and dealing, uh, I have put myself in a in it. It's a two quarterback league, uh, or a, a one super flex and one quarterback. Uh, I have quartered myself into a uh, QB one two tandem of Taylor Heineke and Geno Smith, uh, point god. Uh, I think that he seven will... guy, seven guy. Don't, seven he's guy. not Chris Paul. Seven I, I, God. Don't bad. give him that much credit. Seven guy. Fuck Chris Paul. Um, sorry, Chris Paul. But that <laughs> being <laughs> that being said, um, I forgot what. Oh, I think Gino's gonna. I think Gino's gonna have a relatively safe floor if you picked him up in a two QB league. I think he uses his legs. Pittsburgh, I think, is gonna blitz him like crazy. Uh, put him under pressure. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of scrambling outside the pocket. I could see him rushing for, you know, 60, 70 yards. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities here. Uh, but that being said, give me Pittsburgh minus four and a half. <clears throat> I will take Pittsburgh as well. Um, I can't root for Geno Smith after uh, McAdoo, Wackadoo put him in to replace Eli on and kill his start streak. Wasn't his fault, but. Shouldn't have been Geno Smith. Um, 
I think he should be the starting quarterback of the New York Giants today. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck Mike Lennon. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this game, this game stinks. Um, <laughs> I'm just, it's flat out stinks. Um, I, I, Pittsburgh, I guess, Ben, ben Roethlisberger. I think they're a better team without Juju, mostly because, you know, now they don't have to worry about him TikToking on the field and doing shit like that. So I, give me, give me Pittsburgh. <laughs> he stopped doing that, right? There's no way he was doing that this season. I don't know. I don't, I don't have TikTok and I certainly wouldn't follow him if I did. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, give me Pittsburgh. A rematch of the Super Bowl. I don't have a play here, but I'm going to use it as a platform to remind everyone that Mohammed rejected a trade. Didn't even listen, didn't even consider. Or I offered him Michael Pittman for the third string running back on the Seahawks. Hindsight, very happy he didn't take it. I was in a desperate place. Naheem Hines scored me 1.8. I still won, but it was a desperate place. Alex Collins stinks, and that's really all I want to say. Wait, wait till Br- Brittle Bone Carson breaks his neck listen man i've just i follow the facts week one it shows up listen week one it shows up on the so like hold andrew on. cuomo talking about the vaccine hold on week one this year week one it pervert. shows up I'm on the italian <laughs> it's a chronic condition he's had it all hey, listen to me zebo just hear me out no now, one cares one. about alex collins no it's not this is chris carson this is chris carson yeah, but the same side of the same coin no one cares can we hit the last game yeah, I can't, believe okay. you guys, I can't believe you guys are gonna let me run through this real quick. I because Zebo is so. Con- we already episode. did it on the first podcast. Let's go. Did we really? Yeah, Chris Carson, not Alex. Yeah, well, we talked about the Colts game. We talked about the Colts game. Yeah, we don't need to hit this again. Yeah. All right for the article. Monday. Monday night game. Yeah, you talk shit in the article. Monday, <laughs> go to the website. Monday night, we got the Bills, who might be the best team in the AFC. They laid the smackdown on the Chiefs. And they're going to be in Tennessee taking on the Titans. This is my lock of the week. I'm taking the Titans here. Lock wow. of the week. This is a trap line, if I've ever seen one. Um, right now, it is five and a half in favor of the Bills. The over-under is at 54. I just smell trap line all over this. The Titans' defense is horrendous. We saw that Zach Wilson lighted up against them a couple weeks ago. Um, their defense is probably just as bad, if not worse, than Kansas City's. So, with that thinking, oh, yeah, Tannehill's been awful historically in primetime games, awful defense. Josh Allen's been electric in primetime. He's fucking white man can't jump, hurt him <laughs> over dudes. I'm fading myself. I'm the Titans. <laughs> man in the suit. This is, this is a lock. Give me the Titans. Yeah, so the last three – cruddy defenses that Josh Allen has faced. He has put up 37 fantasy points against Washington, 20 against Houston, but that's just because they were up by so much that he just didn't need to do anything anymore. Uh, And then recently uh, a 36 and a half point performance against Kansas city. Um, And for the rich and wealthy, the good fortune remains now they go up against the Tennessee Titans that had us saying that Zach Wilson looked like an NFL quarterback. This is the Buffalo Bills. 
this is as close. This is uh, my mortal Mystic Mo's more, second mortal, mortal lock, lock off. Mortal lock off. Mortal <laughs> lock off. I am, I'll put Mystic Mo's name on the line here. There is no chance in ha- their defense is too good. Right. The, the 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 offense for the Titans has not clicked thus far. I think the Bills, right? You can't really stop Derrick Henry, but you could contain him, right? And that's like outside of that, like what have the Titans done well this season? AJ Brown has disappeared, right? Julio is finally practicing, right? But he's like not going to be at a hundred percent. You don't know what you have in them. They haven't looked good. And on the contrary, the Bills look phenomenal they look like they're they're, i i think at this point they've solidified themselves as the favorites to win the super bowl at this point in time right it's always hard to bet against the chiefs but it's impossible to go against what they've done um i do want to touch on stefan diggs he's been solid this year but not as solid as you had hoped he would be um especially after last season um a lot of people are saying that he might be like a buy low candidate, like to have a bounce back. I don't think that's the case. Um, I think that there are more weapons at Josh Allen's disposal. I think part of his natural progression as a quarterback is to limit his dependency on, you know, just one receiver. Right. Um, because he has like, it's not like the, the Rogers, Devonta Adams, connection because that's all there is in green bay there's like there's never been a second guy here in this offense you have emmanuel sanders you have cole beasley um who just like they constantly demand targets emmanuel sanders been targeted heavily and now you have dawson knox who's emerges emerging as a, a another favorite target for josh allen um i don't think stefan diggs has a bounce back. I think that what you've seen so far this season is what you're going to get. I think he finishes as a low end wide receiver one, uh, maybe like wide receiver 12 to 14, right? Like really at the end there. Um, I also like Zach Moss in this game. I think that the bills will be able to move the ball with ease against the Titans. Uh, and I think that there will be goal line opportunities for Zach Moss and I can see him easily scoring a couple touchdowns in this one. Um, so I like him this week as well um the bills are an absolute wagon um i could see stands what you're saying that it's kind of like a trap maybe taking like tennessee first half maybe the play um but i i think buffalo is just all the confidence in the world coming after their game last week um allen's looked great he was struggling a little bit the first week or two i think I don't know why that was, but he's certainly rolled back into form like he was at the end of last year. Um, yeah, it's just nonstop Buffalo offense. Defense has improved from last year, um, which is good for them. And, um, yeah, Tennessee has not looked good, but they'll probably still win the AFC South because South is garbage. Um, so, yeah, Bills, Wagon, five and a half, lock it in. I was actually going to bring up that exact point, Mo. Um, everyone on Reddit three times a day is saying, you know, what about, like, what do we think about Stefan Diggs? And I swear, like, the top five commentators, like, he'll bounce back. Like, why are you doubting him? Like, I don't see it. I think, honestly, Manny is, is like, 
he's demanding more targets than Diggs. And people keep saying that, like, nah, Diggs will demand more. Like, I just don't – like you said, there's just too many weapons now, and Allen likes to spread it around. So I don't see him bouncing back, and all the Reddit threads are ridiculously stupid, as are 95% of any of them. Um, <laughs> Except for the ones I long. post. You slash Amidit's mommy. To the uh, to Sense's point, ninety five percent of the time I'd say it's the trap game. There is eighty percent of the bets on Buffalo, and that is a lot of the public. That's about eighty percent of the public. Right. <laughs> but what I, what I don't see often is when it's eighty percent. There is more money on that same exact team, and right now ninety two percent of the money is on Buffalo which means all these stupid people and all the smart people are on Buffalo. And I, I don't think I've ever seen 91% of money on a team, especially when the bet percentage is that high as well. So well, normally I'd say it's a trap game, but the wagon, as Ethan referred to it, definitely. And what that happen. stat alludes to is back in elementary school, I have this forever scarred in my head, my second grade teacher call me an enigma. <laughs> so I think this bet, based on that stat, okay. I'm an enigma. I'm taking it. I lo- love it. Love very, it. Very curious what you did during that. The Bills, I, I do. The Bills are just, they, they're not just beating people. They're beating the brakes off of them. They're crushing them. I don't, outside of that, like that weird week one anomaly against Pittsburgh, like, the Bills have been rinsing everybody, and that includes the Chiefs. So they had a couple weak games in there. Like, I get it. Um, but they're also, like, they beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Every, every single time Patrick Mahomes is on the television and Tony Romo is on commentary, the man nearly creams his pants, right? And, and it was Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills that took him down. Super I like how Collinsworth always creams his pants about Mahomes, and then like he just changed the narrative and he creams his pants over Josh Allen. Now Josh Allen is his guy, and not Mahomes. Oh yeah, today, like today's segment was just it was uh, as I found out to be the uh, the daily the daily cowherd special. Uh, rag on Zach Wilson, rag on to uh, rag on uh, Baker Baker Mayfield, and then he, he hates Baker. I hate cowherd. <laughs> But I watch I watch him all the time because I hate him so much. So I just have to yell at the TV when he's on. And that's part that's part of it. He's just like he's such a smug little bitch. Yeah. Sorry, Colin. <laughs> Love your daughter. <laughs> all right. I think that uh that wraps it up for, for up? week six. That's that that's a good place to end. I Colin. Love coward. Colin, <laughs> Colin, put me put me on your show. Let me get a feature. Um that was a joke, but not a good one. I'm sorry. Yeah, we really got to end it. Yeah, that, that yeah. just stunk. Maybe we'll cut that out. Oh, but, brother. Uh, but uh, thank you guys Post. so much. Tune in. This is the second half of the week six episode. We'll be back next week. Don't forget, visit www.thefantasy4.com. Scroll down, enter your email, hit subscribe, and you'll be automatically entered. You'll have a chance to win a Justin Herbert autographed jersey uh, if you're a fan of herbert if you're a fan of the nfl and collecting memorabilia or if you're looking for an investment i mean 
the Herb right now, the value, if he wins MVP, who knows? But uh, that being said, that's all you got to do. Go to the website, subscribe, verify your email. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Uh, God bless. Godspeed. And good luck. Later. Six. See ya.